This is Crypto Core Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Loops. Welcome to Core Radio. Uh, this is Lutz, and uh, we have one of the best coins. I've, I've, I love this coin. Uh, I've been in this coin for since inception. Komodo, I don't know, guys, know Komodo. It's a very popular coin. Back in the day, it was called Supernet. Uh, when I first started with it, uh, it's it's still going. It's still running. They they have great in, innovations going on, uh, but. Enough about Komodo. Let's talk about Otto. So we have Otto from um, from Komodo on. I don't know if you guys know Otto. He's done a few interviews. I've seen him out there. And uh, welcome to the show, Otto. Yeah, thanks, Lutz. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. And great to have you back. So what, what, what have you been up to with your time lately, man? I, you know, Otto, Otto was one of us back in the day. Yeah, I remember we, we all started from the NXT slash Supernet community. And, and that's, that's, uh, how I got involved with Komodo and still, still, still going. Yeah. Well, it, you, I'm, you're, you're amazing, man. You're, you're real, you're a trooper. Uh, really, you know, the, you know, the troopers by the, you know, if they're still around after the, the slumps. A lot of people leave after during the slumps, but when they're still around, you know you have a trooper, you know a, a really good worker, uh, and somebody devoted to the cause. Uh, yeah, so I think we been... are all here because of the technology at the end of the day. Like we want to see it succeed, and and that's why we keep working, no matter what happens to the market. And it's and it's succeeding. It's succeeding. I see I see Komodo coming out with some amazing stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about today. Uh, why, why don't you why don't you give us a, a, a little a little uh, for people who have no idea what Komodo is? Can you give us a brief description of uh, what it's about, what it could do, why it's special? Yeah, sure. Um, I think Komodo uh, has been for a long time kind of uh, have that reputation that it's hard to understand, and we have been evolving uh, all the time throughout the years. And kind of uh, when we started uh, in 2016, we we branded ourselves as a privacy coin uh, with a Bitcoin level security. And but since then we have been evolving into into our like uh, platform and building up an ecosystem. So what I think like um, like now now we we or we have always believed that the the future is like multi chain. And that each business should have their own customized blockchain that they're running on. And then this creates like a, like an ecosystem or a network of, of blockchains. So kind of everything we have been doing throughout, throughout the years has been um, towards that vision, like making that uh, a reality. So at the moment, we describe ourselves as a composable multi-chain platform. And, and we are developing technology that uh, links blockchains together. And in a, in a summary, I guess we can say that we are an end-to-end blockchain technology provider. And, and our vision is to, is to build that multi-chain ecosystem and then having our coin, the KMD, to be the kind of the, the money for the ecosystem or the ecosystem currency. The monetary unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so, so I also envision the same thing. I envision multiple chains. I envision. I I, I said it yesterday. If you guys missed the show with Horizon, uh, I, I I envision a chain for everything. Uh, ice cream coin chain, right? So, if you want an ice cream, you're gonna go to the ice cream shop and spend your ice cream coins. Uh, you know, you want a loaf of bread from the bakery, right? You got bread coin, right? You go. You have a few to spare. You go and you get your bread with Breadcoin. Uh, and Komodo's has a platform uh, that actually offers uh, chains. Uh, easy to build chains, right? Otto, how, how easy is it to build a chain on Komodo? 
Yeah, we have made it super easy. So just uh, this year we, we launched like a beta product that, that we uh, call Antara Composer. And it's basically mm-hmm. like a web application that uh, you can just uh, start from your browser and, and then uh, kind of set the parameters you want for your blockchain. And, and then you basically just uh, pay and then the blockchain is created within few seconds to servers and we, we spin up some SPV servers and and the vision is then to provide uh, like you with everything that the project project needs like uh, white label wallets and they also get uh, integrated into our uh, decentralized exchange that, that's based on atomic swap technology and and then they kind of they can feed all the values for the for the blockchain so like how many coins do they want? What kind of um, algorithm they want? Like choose between mm-hmm. proof of work, a proof of stake, or a mix of them, and then add in kind of other features like security, or if you want privacy, then you can have privacy features, and then um, that's kind of the the customization phase, and then in the next phase, you would pick up uh, certain modules that add more functionality to the to the blockchain. So these can be thought of as kind of a pre-built uh, smart contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in the, these modules, I saw, so it, it's, it's, it's this easy, guys. You, you, you jump into the Antara platform, right? Uh, the Composer, it's called. And you just click, I want this chain. I want that algorithm. I want... Um, I want, I want this this type of emissions, right? I mean, literally, you could probably build it in five minutes, a, a blockchain in five minutes. Actually, that should be a new headline, a blockchain in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. And then the modules are like, uh, for example, tokenization or oracles or kind of a uh, lot of things that, um, that all, a lot of projects are focusing on building just one of them. But uh, we actually offer quite, quite a few different uh, such technologies and they are available to, to the developers today through the, through the Composer. I, I, have, uh, I have a vague idea of what oracles are. Could you explain oracles a little bit? Yeah, so it's uh, basically a way to get the real world data into the blockchain. So that's basically what they are. And, and, um, from technical standpoint, I'm not the best person to describe how, how it actually works. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, I, we have, okay. like we have two different, uh, Oracle solutions, which all both have their like plus and minus side, uh, sides. Um, the other one is kind of like more fully decentralized and the other, other is more, I guess, traditional Oracle solution. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I cannot go into any. Okay. About them. That's right. I know the, the, the technology is pretty deep. Uh, so what, what challenges does uh, Komodo solve in the, in the environment, in the crypto environment? Yeah, so we, we like to describe that there's like uh, three big buckets that, uh, that each blockchain platform or blockchain is trying to solve. And they are security, scalability, and interoperability. And if, mm-hmm. especially like if you think of platforms like Ethereum, then especially the, the, the scalability is concerned there. And then if, if you think of that you would launch an independent blockchain on your own, then you really have an issue with the security and, and there's a lot of 51% attacks and it's, just, it's not secure unless there's a lot of mining happening. And, and then the interoperability is another challenge that a lot of projects are trying to solve, like, um, like Polkadot and Cosmos, which also have a similar vision as Commodore has about uh, creating a, like a multi-chain architecture. So, so those are, those are the big things that, uh, that we have been focusing through, focusing throughout the years. I know, I know, I know security is, is pretty, is, is very tight in Komodo. Uh, scalability though, how do you guys measure that? How do you guys test that? I know, I know Ethereum fell with CryptoKitties and that was like the big, you know, the big eye opener for many people that, you know, it's possible that 
a lot of chains can't scale as well as Bitcoin scaling. And even Bitcoin is is having a hard time when the, the network gets congested. Yeah, indeed. I think that to kind of understand the situation, like comparing multi-chain platform like Komodo to, to Ethereum, which is uh, like a single chain platform, then the best example is to think like, like Ethereum is a supercomputer basically. So, so it's like a one giant computer that other businesses can connect to and then use or kind of rent out. Mm-hmm. And then what, what the Commodore does is we kind of give everyone like their personal computer in, in or their own blockchain. So that in itself creates a lot more scalability than, than on the Ethereum side. And, and then what, like kind of what happens on Ethereum, if you want to make a token, then you create with the ERC20 standard, you, you make a token. And so let's say I make new, new token with 100, 100 million supply, and then I want to send you hundred thousand of the tokens, then that would be an Ethereum transaction happening on, on the Ethereum blockchain. And if I want to run a smart contract, then I'm also having to do an Ethereum um, transaction or kind of like increasing the blockchains, having to pay the gas fees. But then on the, on the case of Komodo, I get to run on my own blockchain mm-hmm. and I pay the fees in my own coin. And there's no need to to your kind of disconnect from, from the Commodore blockchain itself. So you are you have a running independent infrastructure, and and because of that, then um, the Commodore scales lots better. So what I like to say that there's like two two aspects to scaling. There's like how how does the platform scale, and then how does the individual project scale. So there are, there are like two things. So first, like in, even in 2016, we already were kind of solved the scaling issue because everybody gets their own blockchain. Right. And that removes the issue that we see with Ethereum where one project can just lock up the entire blockchain, like what happened with the CryptoKitties. Right. But then we also have another type of scalability that we worked on, uh, like we are now testing this year. There's a project called um, Labs. That, uh, that is actively testing this and it's like kind of like a multi-chain scaling or we call it like clustering so basically like you get one blockchain let's say you make like a core radio blockchain on Komodo and if you would need to have more transaction than something like 200 per second which is which I believe is what one blockchain can produce like that's the maximum Okay. at the moment but then you would just um, add another blockchain if you need to go beyond that so kind of link them together into a cluster and then with two blockchains you could make 400 transactions per second and if you need more then you add the third one and so forth so that's the like another aspect to scaling that, that is have on Komodo. if there's is there any diminishing returns when clustering so many chains together like you're, you're you're saying there's 200 each, but when you cluster five together, in my experience with servers, uh, there, there's a there's a you know there's an effect uh, when getting you know it, it usually starts lessening over over the more. So maybe 190, and then then it starts having trouble with 180 on the third one. Right. Yeah. I I don't think there's there's no such issue. I think it's just linear scaling. So you just add more and you get more capacity that, that's my understanding but uh, but of course this is um in testing and like i said the labs project they i heard that they are they have a cluster going on and they are testing this, this scaling and further developing it but no right. actual yeah. like live project is is in yeah, i've seen them do that they have a testing yeah. channel i've seen them do that it's really yeah, yeah they're, they're really fun to watch them work um I mean, I, this, this, you go into any Discord, you really don't see anybody working in any projects. But you go into Komodo, man, people are working. So it's 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 actually really cool. Uh, so so uh, so just to just to reiterate for people who don't understand Komodo, uh, the scalability and how how it gets solved. What Otto was saying is, uh, Komodo, uh, Ethereum. If you add your chain, your coin to it, Crypto Core radio coin right for example uh and it 
it doesn't, and, and you, you get too many transactions and you, you start having a crypto kitties issue where you can't scale. Uh, it affects the mother chain too. So Ethereum starts slowing down and getting all crappy and you, and, and you see it, everyone's transactions start getting stuck for 12 hours and such. And there's a lot of bad effects to that. Uh, so Komodo solves the Ethereum. So in my eyes, Komodo is better than Ethereum. Uh, so I, I don't know about you guys, but if you haven't looked into Komodo, it's, it's really fucking amazing. And I could say that because I'm the host. Uh, so Komodo, what they did is they separated the chains so that it's not dependent on the mother chain. So even if Komodo died tomorrow, the, the main, your chain would still be alive and working just fine. Unlike Ethereum, uh, where if you create your business on Ethereum and Ethereum dies, you're, 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 you're done. You're done. You're finished. Uh, you'd have to fuck, scramble to, to find another solution. On top of that, what he's saying is uh, not only does it scale now individually, so you're not depending on the mother chain to scale also, uh, you have your own chain, which will scale on its own. So now you, you, you're splitting it. And and then if you needed more, uh, they have a way of clustering chains together. So you could have three blockchains for your one coin uh, working together in a cluster so that you could get a tremendous amount of scalability. Uh, th th does that sound about right? Otto? Yeah, exactly. Like, like we say that there's no vendor lock-in on our platform. So if a business starts to build on, on, on the platform, then at any point they can kind of, for whatever reason, they can detach themselves from us entirely. And there's no way for us to dictate on what they can or cannot do or, or kind of try to extract them for more money. And they are right. fully independent on their own infrastructure. Very nice. Right? And, and if you guys are interested, you have a business, you, you want to create a coin for your business, it's a great idea. Uh, even if it doesn't go anywhere, it's cool to have a coin ready for your business. You can use it as vouchers. You could use it as coupons. How could businesses utilize their own coin in Komodo? Like, give me some ideas on that. Uh, like, if, if I was, if I ran a bakery and I wanted to tokenize my bakery, I, what would be the incentive for me to do that? I, I'm sorry for the tough questions, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, at least like, uh, if you would li like to tokenize something, it's, it's easy. You would just go to Compiler and launch, launch a blockchain and then add in that uh, tokenization module. So you would have that feature available to you. But when it comes mm -hmm. to specific use case, like how in the real world actually a business would uh, use the blockchain technology, like, like in general, uh -huh. then I, I think, yeah, that's, that's a lot Benny, of I got to talk to Benny. Yeah, exactly. Benny's the man for that. I know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, wrong wrong question for the wrong person but but uh we'll, we'll get benny back on again and you know he, he, because we had him on for red fox but i think we spoke about like komodo most of the time when when launching a new blockchain where, where do people go how do people do it if i so my bakery i want to tokenize my bakery right for for the for the reasons having my own currency that's not ruled by anybody else uh so you're taking the power in, back into your own hands by tokenizing your businesses. Uh, it's very important that you do this. Do you, do you enjoy when, when government comes down and, and taxes you for no reason? Do you, do you like when people watch, watch, watch your business and there's a, you know, there's big brother always looking at every single transaction. Somebody comes in, buys a loaf of bread and then boom, how come you didn't record it? We need to see every transaction that you're doing. You know, and back in the day, back in the day here in New York City, businesses were cash businesses. When in my father's day, not now because everybody uses credit cards and everybody's under the all-seeing eye. Uh, but back in the day, businesses prospered. They did amazing on their own. Cash businesses did amazing. Families did well. Now everybody's shitting in poverty over here because uh, they're dependent on a system that keeps taking their money. And, and, and everybody's okay with giving it away, giving away their rights. They're, they're, they're okay with it. They're, here, here's all my records here. Yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I took, I took two days to put this together for you. I'm not getting paid for it. And it's all for you. It, because, because, you know, if I don't do it, you're going to, you're going to point the gun at me and put me in jail, right? So it's time to take back your power, guys. The, the, 
Bitcoin is a gift. It's a gift that, that, that they can't stop anymore. It's 10 years too late. And you, you could, you could, you could look at the news all you want and, and you could hear this bullshit about, oh, we're regulating it. We're regulating it. They can't regulate it. Right? Don't believe, don't believe it. They're scaring you. It's called fear mongering. Uh, it can't be done. You see, you see, you see today that Bitcoin is prospering. We hit 10,000 again last night, each coin. So it's prospering. It's doing great. And people want it. People want change. Uh, sorry about the rant, Otto. I, I get very passionate about these things. No, no worries. So uh, let's get let's get back to uh, Komodo. So what what other new uh, innovations uh, have come out since we last spoke? And it's been a long time. Uh, smart, any smart contracts? Uh, any smart contract work? Yeah. Hmm. So it's, uh, yeah, there's constantly things happening. Um, not, not sure, but uh, maybe maybe you could talk about uh, oh, the atomic that, that Yeah, that that's a big one that, that we have been focusing on this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot about that. Atomic Dex is going to be amazing. T tell us about Atomic Dex. So the Atomic Dex is really like two parts to kind of keep separated. There's the open source technology, the backend, the, the atomic swap network. And then there's the application that we, that we are developing that's available for iOS and Android. That's currently in beta. So, oh, so, very nice. So first I will just uh, describe the technology briefly. So, sure. so basically like, the, like our vision has been since the beginning to create the decentralized exchange and kind of allow that interoperability between the different blockchains. And to make a decent exchange, you have to do more than just the kind of the atomic swap part. So there's also order matching and order books involved. So what, what we have is um, fully decentralized order books that use some, something called the LibTorrent protocol that, that's based on BitTorrent protocol. Mm. And then, so then the kind of the order books are decentralized themselves too, but they are not on the blockchain. It just uses something like, like kind of like the torrent protocol. So you just put mm -hmm. your order and computers kind of broadcast it throughout. And once order, two orders match. So if I post the order and then you grab it, then we start the atomic swap protocol or, or the order settlement process. And then in the atomic swap, there's five steps. And at the end of that, we have swapped our coins and they happen directly on the blockchain and between us without any third party involved. And that's um, fundamentally different way to do it than what many of, of the other projects that uh, that run decentralized exchanges. So kind of like maybe it's good to clarify the difference between the, like the two types of decentralized exchanges. So what we, we use these cross-chain atomic swaps that go from blockchain to blockchain or to wallet to wallet, with the actual native uh, real coins. Like if I swap Bitcoin to Litecoin, then I'm really using Bitcoin and Litecoin. But then what, what other, what these other decentralized exchanges do, they use something called like proxy assets and they are like proxy token uh, exchanges. So you actually are trading with IOUs and the trading itself is decentralized, but then, but then you are doing it with the, with the actual coin. So, for example, if you want to trade Bitcoin, then you send your Bitcoins to someone and then they give you back an IOU that's on the blockchain, on their blockchain, and then you are trading the IOUs and the trading happens in a single blockchain. It's not uh, not like a cross-blockchain transfer, right. so it's not an atomic swap. Like, it's like, like the have. fiat and banking system. You put in the, money, you put in the, the dollars in the bank account, but the digital numbers are completely, they're supposed to reflect what's in the account, but they could up those numbers, down those numbers whenever they want. They could play with the digital numbers all day. Yeah, I think it's uh, like proxy talk index, like probably it has its, its use and it's better than fully centralized exchange, but, but it also has its problems. And, and back in the day, like when James started, he actually made, a proxy token exchange that was called the multi-gateway 
and but but he recognized that it had some problems and, and that the atomic swap solution would be a superior solution and that's why we now developed the atomic swap technology that took actually yeah. i think like yeah. so, th so this is a true dex this is, this is a real dex uh <clears throat> crypto bridge that's not a real dex that's fake guys it shouldn't even be called a dex uh those are that's proxy if you've seen all the problems they've had recently with pirate coin and uh it's because they're not a real dex uh what atomic swaps what atomic uh dex does is it actually uses its its wallet to wallet so it actually uses the coins in your wallet so so when you're trading it's there's there's no in between proxy going on it's a direct you know straight out of your wallet straight in your wallet type of dex that's real that's real peer to peer trading is that is that the right term to use peer to peer trading? Yeah, and and it's like 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 you said. So if it's like a true dex that is truly decentralized, there's truly no middleman involved. Then it also means that it's not under under the regulation. So like in our case too, like it's basically U.S. people can can trade too because yeah. there's no service behind it, there's no business behind it. Just it's a direct trade between two people. So it's the same as I would go on the street and, and exchange coins with someone else. It's the same thing, but it just happens virtually, digitally, and that's the, the power of it. So you can just directly like trade cash. from your wallet to other people. Yeah, like cash. So so uh, it's it's really hard to regulate. Is it, Do you see any possible way this could get regulating other than them, you know, them knocking on everybody's doors? Nah, well, I, I can't really comment too much on, on the regulation side. I'm not, uh, I super... understand, I understand, but no, no, I'll that, say but, it. Uh, but I, but I guess, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I guess, like, like the way to to stop, like, they could just remove wallets and, like, applications that, that use some technology that they don't, some country would agree on. But then it's, I guess it's on the country level, would happen on the country level. But at the moment, as far as we understand the regulation side, um, the, we, we are not regulated. Like the, the use case where it's truly decentralized, it's not, uh, it's not regulated or it's, yeah, it's not... kind of, it's, there's the green light. Like we are, we are safe. We are fine. But then like what the, anything could happen in the future, I guess. So it's, yeah, it's up at comment. So, so this is, this is the best, the best, uh, so far, fellas, as far as Dex technology. Uh, I know there's a few competitors out there and I, I, some other coins stating they're going to come out with a DEX. Uh, but I want you guys to understand that I've been in in crypto for six, six, seven years now, maybe more. Uh, I don't remember. But the DEX, uh, you know, a DEX, a decentralized exchanges have were a myth back then. Everyone was stating that they were going to build a decentralized exchange with their coin. Here we are today. And tell me how many decentralized, true, not, not crypto, but true decentralized exchanges are out at the moment. There's, there's, there's really none except Atomic Dex. I think, I think there's, there might be one other one, Block something, but I don't know. I, I haven't looked into them. But if, and if you guys have, you know, have other ones that you know of, uh, comment on the shows and, and put it, you know, put it below. Let, let me know. Maybe I'll reach out to them, you know, and I'll ask them for an interview. I um, think that there are quite a few, like, uh, Dex projects out there. I'm not totally up to date, uh, but I'm I'm confident in saying that our Dex is the most uh, advanced at the moment. And uh, it's the only one I'm aware of where even actually now, right now, like, go to your phone, go to the App Store and download the application and then make Anatomic Swap yourself. Like no other project is offering that at the moment, as far as I know. And kind of all the other that say that they are DEX, then they are using a proxy token model or something else where, where centralization is involved. Right. Yep. Right to your phone. That's that's all. So you could do trading right on your phone now. Right through Atomic DEX. Yeah, and actually tomorrow we have a stress test. So we are, I think, at midday UTC. We, we launched the stress test and it's going to last uh, six hours. And the idea is that people would just swap as many as much as they can with our test coins 
uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, wow. And then we kind of we can test um, the limitations of, of our architecture. And the, the goal of the test is to kind of break the system. We, we are running like minimum number of nodes, and then we will see at what, which point does it break. Awesome. And then, how do people then, get involved if they want to play? Yeah, they can go to our website, uh, commodoplatform.com, and then search the latest news. So we just published an, an article about the upcoming stress test and how they can participate. And, and there's also some smaller prices for, for the participants. So in total, 1,500 KMD in the price pool. And how kind of it, how it works is that uh, when you do a swap with the test coins, then that equals like one ticket, basically. So gotcha. and, and you so just swap as much as you can, and then you increase your chances of winning the, the bounty. Oh, very nice. So you just got to do as many swaps as possible to get more tickets. Exactly, yeah. Oh, nice, nice setup. Very cool. Uh, it, it, you know, now, now with the battle of the DEXs, right? Uh, we're going to see all the DEXs coming out, probably very, you know, related to Atomic DEX, uh, you know, very close to it. What what key performance indicators would measure what DEX could do more than another DEX? Like, is it the number of transactions that it could do per second? Uh, what, what what kind of key performance indicators do, do should we look at for the performance of a DEX? Yeah, I think the the number one thing is that how open the technology is. Mm-hmm. Like if it's um, like in our case, like we we, we say that our we, we have built like an open network and we have a shared liquidity pool. And that's really the key to success here, that it's not um, it's not our decks. It's like we built it for the entire industry and it's just a piece of technology. And actually like the Commodore blockchain is, is not involved in the trading. So if, if, if you want to trade from Litecoin to Dogecoin, then you can do that without the Commodore blockchain. And that... Um, also, like I said, like I mentioned that Atomic Dex uh, is a reference application that we made. So basically, we are building uh, something that we call Atomic API, and that allows anyone to build a similar exchange or a wallet ah. with, uh, with an exchange. And we are trying to get um, other businesses uh, and exchanges to adopt our Atomic, tech, uh, Atomic Swap technology. And then the idea is that all these wallets and all these services and all these businesses, they share the same liquidity pool. So kind of the bigger the network grows, the more liquidity there is. And uh, and I think really that's the winning strategy in, in trying to get big adoption for some DEX uh, net- network. And uh, and we are having the first movers advantage. So I think it's it's looking good for, uh, for us. Yeah, I, I hope. Okay. And you guys are doing a great job. So, so the, the indicator uh, that's that's uh, far-reaching for auto is uh, openness, you know, open source, which is very important. Uh, can't stop something that's open source, fellas. Once everyone has the code, try good luck trying to stop that. Uh, so, open source is very important. Uh, closed source DEXs are probably very dangerous, uh, especially for security. Uh, so, open source and ease of use, I believe he he, he was getting at. So. It's very easy to use. You download, boom, and, and, and you're trading in a couple steps, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we don't restrict a business from coming in and building something on top of our decks, the, the, the technology. Yeah. So we so, don't restrict the competition. Like there can be another Atomic Dex wallet by someone else, and that's fine, and that, that's what needs to happen for this to grow and be successful. Like if you would try to control control it and kind of milk money from it or, or something like that where, where we build the only interface to access the, the exchange then that's that's a that's a problem i see that something like that would never get the, the wider adoption and that's how that's how all the proxy token exchanges work they just have one interface basically and and it's more centralized yep. in yep. crypto bridge yep. mm-hmm. 
Uh, Crypto Bridge is crap, people. Get the hell off of it. It's a garbage system. Get off of it. That's all I'm going to say. If you lose your coins, it's not my fault. So that being said, uh, so anybody can use the DEX, uh, the APIs for the DEX. So if you're out there, even you, I can imagine this is a great way of, of turning competition into partners and friends. Uh, you know, a lot of coins out there are promising a DEX. Well, you could link up to uh, Atomic DEX and create your own DEX using Atomic DEX, right? And and everyone's friends. And it opens probably yeah. more trading trading options, right? So if everyone's using the same technology, it, it'll open up more doors. Sound about right? Yeah, and that because the liquidity pool is then the more incentive there is for others to come in and use the same technology and the same network. Uh, this could be huge. This could be nuts. This could go crazy. Komodo is going to be huge, man. I, I love what Komodo does. I've, I've always, I've, you know, since day one, I've been in Supernet. I love, I love Komodo. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I guess like what the audience might be wondering here is that then what's the, what's the kind of the role of KMD here? And uh, like indeed, like I said, the, you don't need KMD to trade on our public swap exchange, mm-hmm. but uh, but still, we are looking to position KMD as one of the the most mostly used base currencies of the exchange, similar to how Bitcoin is on the centralized exchanges. So if we do the same with, with the KMD, and kind of the strength of the the KMD here is that uh, it's fa- fast, fast block time, which is needed for atomic swaps, and it's very secure. We have the Bitcoin protection and kind of uh, we have the reputation of being a secure chain and our team is monitoring the coin. And then also like we provide a little bit uh, cheaper fees for the, for the KMD pairs. Mm-hmm. So, and then we are looking to support the KMD with the liquidity. And we also hope that the entire community will help in once we release the market making tools that they power all the KMD pairs so that we make the KMD pairs the most liquid ones and that then people who start adopting our atomics of technology, then they fight also the KMD and that they start using KMD because they want to buy the other coins and to get to the other coin, they have to go through the KMD because there's the most liquidity and awesome. that's how KMD gets more usage. Yep, yep, it makes sense. And, and on top of it, just from an investor point of view, and I'm not, this is not financial advice. Once again, this is not financial advice. We are researchers here. I'm a researcher. So uh, I would invest, I invest, and I would invest more if I had it, into Komodo only because the brains are there. You don't invest in a coin uh, because it's it's FOMO or it's, it's popularity or it's got a cool name, right? You invest in the developers behind it. If, the, if it has promising developers, especially developers have been, been working at it a long time, uh, you, you could probably guess they're probably going to be here in five years still. Still working on it. Uh, it's been six years, seven years with Komodo. They're still working on it. And, and they, they promised the DEX back in the day, and here it is. Uh, it took a while. Uh, it's not easy technology. Uh, but could you imagine the billions a corporation would spend on building something like this? Uh, on, and on, on people that really don't want to work for them? Well, these people want to work. They, they love working in this job. They, they love working in Komodo. That, that's the difference between old school corporate setups or ar- architectures and these new school architectures people people like what they do here uh, so uh, i wanted to just bring up real quick uh the tools uh i heard there's a tool called market maker coming on the atomic decks that we could use so basically i, I don't know if it's out or if, if it's real uh but i heard the rumor uh so market maker you'd be able to use the same bitcoin and put a, a buy on multiple in, in multiple coins, right? So you could put a, a one Bitcoin buy in Komodo, a one Bitcoin buy in, uh, in Raptorium, a one Bitcoin buy in, uh, you know, Dune or whatever, right? And and whichever one gets gets uh, filled first uh, will automatically cancel the rest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we call it uh, liquidity multiplier, oh. and that's I think that's only possible on uh, on a decentralized exchange. Like, like we have liquidity multiplier, guys. That's a cool feature that centralized exchanges cannot offer you. Yeah. And regarding the tools, the market making tools. So, so that's something in development. Like we, of course, we want, we need to have liquidity there and we are going to make it as easy as possible for people to come and offer 
liquidity and, and do some market making so that that is something that is coming that it's not it's not released yet this is exciting stuff guys i don't know if you guys haven't heard uh this stuff before now you're hearing it uh this this is it this is a long time in the making that's why i'm excited i how long have we been here waiting auto we've been here a long time man yeah long time look you know. see how tired he sounds <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's been he's been up for seven years I I, yeah. I know him for a long time. Otto's a good. Yeah, yeah, finally here. So. I is uh so any information you could give us like a website address. Uh, what's the address for uh if somebody wanted to build in Composer uh their own chain? Where where would they go for that? Uh, KMD.io, I believe is the website for the Composer, but uh, that can be found from our main website, which is commodoplatform.com. And then the Atomic Dex can be found on atomicdex.io. Okay. Atomicdex.io. All right. All right, guys. Luke, there's, there's some, there's some um, questions I'll DM you. Um, oh, yeah? Community. We got crowd questions? I, I, I know, I know uh, he wanted to limit it to a half an hour. That's why I was rushing. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, we heard about the possibility of R being used as a privacy mixer on Atomic Dex. Are you able to elaborate a bit on that? Oh, R, uh, the pirate coin being used on the atomic decks. That's, that's a big one. Uh, yeah, I think that they are trying to integrate it to be compatible with atomic decks. I, I'm not sure about the, the situation there at all. So I, I can't really comment on the development status. But that, that, that'd be cool. Yes. I, I believe, uh, there's some, there's some talk about it from JL777. And everybody out there, if you're, if you have questions about, you know, stuff that you you can't find answers to talk directly to jl77 he's a he's a really nice guy uh if the go here's another I, I have like four four or five questions for you auto uh right, so sure. try to stay awake for me all right uh if the government decides to crack down on decentralized projects how vulnerable would the notary node operators be yeah that's a good question and i'm pretty ignorant on the legal stuff so yeah, I need to just skip that question. And there are just better people to answer them. That's all right. We we could bring we could bring on somebody else for, for other questions. Uh, how many team members are working on KMD? I get that. That's another question from somebody. Mm, that's good to feel like few dozen. The team is on our website about page where we're gonna look over who's who's involved and. Um, like that, that's like it's a, it's an open source project, so so there's also like um, in in addition to the full time people, there's also like part time people and kind of contributors, and that's what we also we also need, need uh, people to contribute because um, yeah, it's it's open source thing. We we don't have the resources to to keep going forever and hiring people, so so it's important that uh, the people also kind of contribute and help us out. So just. Uh, Join our Discord and reach out. Uh, how how reliant is uh, Komodo on JL seven seven these days? Uh, we've seen we've seen him in the past. He's been he's been taking more of a backseat role and you know further distan- distancing himself a bit from from the actual work in in Komodo. So how reliant is it on JL seven seven? Yeah, he James was working very hard for uh, for many years. I think he was working at least fifteen hours per day every day. For years and now he's finally in a position where he finished a lot of what he started and and that there's now new people new devs who, are, who can take care of uh, the things and continue his work and he's of course still around he's still developing he's still active like he's on the discord all the time just like always yep. so it's just that now there's other people too and, and that's a good thing it's not just james it's there's a whole team of developers now working on Commodore. Uh, let's see here. We, we notice... Oh, no. Here. Mar- marketing has always been a bit of a sore point for a lot of community members. I agree that the tech should be at the forefront of rating a project, but with so many uneducated people in crypto just looking to make a dollar through trading, it seems that Komodo might be missing out on an opportunity to generate large numbers. What is the marketing plan, game plan, the next six months to 12 months? Yeah, that's... Uh... Great question. So yeah, recently we, we rebranded and we really wanted to reintroduce Komodo and kind of better explain what we do. And based on the feedback we get, we have done a good job on that. And uh, 
new website has new messaging and people now start to get it, uh, what we are up to. And we have also these products that are coming online, like Output Text is in beta, we are Antara Composer in beta. So technology is coming online and we actually start to have real products and services. So because of that, we are also developing a business model, trying to put up uh, future revenue streams to then be able to continue the de- development of the platform in the future. And so kind of the, the marketing, we have been very focused on just uh, kind of, would you say like enterprise, enterprise focus. So, so kind of the website now, if you go there, it's, it's uh, enterprisey. And uh, that's that's kind of our messaging. So we have we have been trying to we have figured out a way how to explain Komodo to, to enterprise to business people. How do we get developers? Like these have been our main main goals. Mm-hmm. But now we also need to more focus on the I guess the community and the investors, and that that's like another aspect. And and I think just because there's so many different target audiences that. We, we need to take everyone into account and then that that makes marketing really challenging and uh, for the next uh, months uh, we are gonna be focusing on or like what what i'm focusing on is uh, the, the community side we want to increase the community engagement we want to build a bigger community and get some sort of community projects going so, so that's what we those are like our goals Okay. Uh, for my side, and uh, we are we are going to launch like a community portal in the, in the near, near future. That uh, that's gonna be kind of like a forum. Do you, do you guys I, have Do you guys have any any SEO assistance to help you? Yeah, out we have uh, we have a Daniel who's, who's our writer and editor, and he's pretty knowledgeable about uh, SEO. I, I I think you need a lot more help in that department. Me personally. That's what I do. That's why I'm telling you, I don't see, I don't see much. You know, you you should you should have a lot more. Uh, you should you should be ranking for keywords. You should have a list of keywords you're ranking for. You should be building backlinks regularly. There's a lot of work to be done in search engine optimization to increase your organic traffic. But all that aside, yeah, uh, you, you you guys need help. Uh, you guys need a lot of help. Yeah, for sure. There's there's like there's so much to do and there's limited resources. And like regarding the the keyword campaign, that that's actually something that Daniel is now working on, and there's like eight blog posts ready to go that are just for targeting keywords. So those are something that won't be visible on the on the news page, but they are uh, just hidden away. Maybe well, maybe it's shared. Blog, but, you know, blog posts need to be posted everywhere, not just on the blog. Is there's a lot of different? If you you should. You should pull me in just to even just consult with your guys and educate them. Uh, I, don't, I don't even care. I don't even want, I don't even, I don't want to be part of it. I just, let me educate your people. So, uh, so they know it because I want to see Komodo, you know, do great. But, so you should, you should just pull me in for a consultation when you get a chance. Uh, what, what location of the world, here's another question, Otto. What, what location of the world is generating the most interest in Komodo platform? Are there any initiatives to reach into the Asian regions? I guess, are, are you popular in Asia? Um, so I think um, most people are from US and Europe. Yeah. We have uh, also community in uh, South Korea. And uh, I forget, there, there was some, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there was a lot of people in Russia. I kind of, on top of my head, those, those are kind of the top places that, that came to my mind. I think I missed something. Um, in terms of uh, focusing on like like we are acknowledged that we need to focus more on China, so that's something like we have been trying to to figure out how to how to get a foothold there, which is uh, there's a lot of challenges there. And actually, like just now, very recently, uh, we found like like one guy who's kind of um, becoming a Chinese ambassador, and we have we, where we are seeing how, how it goes with him, and but, uh, but hopefully he he gets. Uh, Put out there, and we start building also that Chinese audience. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that's something that we are focusing on for sure. Okay, very cool. Uh, what is your personal long-term plan inside Komodo? My personal, mm-hmm. well, I guess I will kind of my role always changes a little bit. So for now, I actually kind of mentioned already. So I'm I'll be focusing more on the community building, and I'll be working on that portal. Maybe I'm launching that community portal. 
and then other.cardive community initiatives. So, so that's that will be my focus for, for next year. All right. For the most uh, part. One more question, the last one. A liquidity multiplier is an amazing concept. I guess, I guess they heard us. Liquidity multiplier is an amazing concept and one that exchanges will want to use themselves. Do you have plans to market to them? To I guess to market to other exchanges to use? Yes, in general, we, we are going to market uh, the Atomic API and we haven't done that yet. It's just now it's been just about the Atomic Dex, the application, and we are still optimizing the technology. And, but kind of once we move with the full release of the Atomic Dex, we will also release the Atomic API and then build up a marketing campaign around that and then try to get more people, businesses to use the technology to build wallets and exchanges or the existing exchanges into like integrating the technology into their exchange. So, so that's something, something that's coming. Okay. That's, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. You know, marketing to actual centralized exchanges to use the APIs. Good idea. All right. Very cool. All right, man. Uh, we're we're going to close it off here. Um, it's getting too long. Um, I don't know. It might, people's attention spans are not this long. So we try to keep it to 30 minutes. Uh, it never it never happens, though. Uh, yeah. But great job. Great. I love you, man. You did a great job. Uh, try to get some sleep, buddy. You sound really tired to me. Yeah, it's evening here in Finland. Finland. Yeah, it, it was a great... Great to talking to you again, Boots. Woo! Gotta get excited, man. <laughs> get the energy. You know what I do? I clap. Late. I clap for energy. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you, dude. Keep up the good work. Uh, you know, if you got any more updates, definitely come back to me. Uh, uh, anytime. I'm always available to you. Uh, I'm, I'm available to all projects have pre- that have previously been on my show as well. Uh, so if you guys want to do an update show, just contact me. Not a problem. Uh, we could do an off-the-cuff show. Uh, everybody, uh, this was Komodo, KomodoPlatform.com, uh, building them an amazing DEX, uh, which you should get involved with. There's testing going on tomorrow. Uh, you could win. I believe it's 777 Komodo if uh, if you have the proper ticket, which is generated on every transaction you test with, which is very cool. Check it out. Uh, this is Lutz. I love you all. Signing out. This is CryptoCore Radio, discussing the ideas, people, and projects building the new digital economy. Get the latest on blockchain technology and cryptocurrency updates with your host, Lutz.